Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're going to talk to Tanner Mangum coming up here momentarily. We are live at Marley's Gourmet Sliders. Come on out and see us, 114 South, 3561 West. Having a great time, of course. Uh, We want to uh, remind you about our friends at Cypress Credit Union. With the lowest fees and quickest keys, Cypress has the home loan product that is perfect for you. Visit any Cypress branch or cypresscu.com for details. We're going to talk to uh, Tanner Mangum coming up here momentarily. Uh, Eager to get his thoughts on uh, the quarterback position, obviously, and what's going to happen down there at uh, at the Y. Yes, and based on what Zach Wilson said, uh, I think he is anticipating that uh, if he's ready to go, he's going to get the call. Well, they, in all honesty, I, th- I think you want Zach Wilson sharp by San Diego State. That's the next big game left, right? And they have a really good defense. Their offense is, is really poor, but their defense is really good. And you want to make sure he's uh, he's ready to go by that game and, and probably he needs a couple warm-ups to get there. So real quick, we can ask Tanner this as well. If 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 you were to give uh, give the quarterbacks a, a numerical score as far as how well they're they have or are playing what number would you give zach what number would you give baylor what number would you give like 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 zero to ten tens across the board (laughs) okay (laughs) all right uh i don't know that's a that's a tough question to ask they're all playing really well though and that's a good problem to have or they're all they've proven themselves to be good uh, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the Sprint store nearest you. Joining us, former BYU quarterback, and he's going to be in the studio doing uh, analyst work for BYU TV this weekend. He's our good friend Tanner Mangum. What's up, Tanner? What's up, guys? Thanks for the, uh, the great introduction. I appreciate it. So, so are they making you wear uh, the makeup and the full nine yards on BYU TV? Yeah, unfortunately, I, I, need, I need all the help I can get. They say I have a face <laughs> for radio, so they're they're uh, cleaning me up. But uh, you know, I'll always remember twelve eight is twelve eight is own giving me my uh, my first radio shot. So I appreciate the, uh, the 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 love you guys have been giving me, helping me out to practice. So Tanner, last week you were on with those guys, and uh, but they didn't cover the game, and this time they're they're covering the game. So yep. uh, what what uh, what uh, what are you expecting against Idaho State? I mean, how fired up will the players be? How difficult is it to play a team like this? What what's the overall vibe? I mean, look, there's no denying it. It's it's Idaho State. It's an FCS opponent. Obviously, it was heavily favored. And there's really no doubt in these players' minds of, of how this outcome is going to be. But nonetheless, that doesn't really matter. As a player, as a competitive, as a competitor, you don't really care whether you're favored to win or favored to lose. You prepare this the same way. At least you should. At least in my mind, if you have any type of competitiveness about you, you're going to prepare to go out and dominate. And, and I think for me, I kind of look at it pragmatically. I was, I was always a quarterback. I had to prepare in a very logical, rational sense because I, every week, didn't matter who the opponent was, I had to understand what the defense was doing, what our game plan was, what plays we're running, what weaknesses and tendencies the defense has, 
and 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 then I go out and execute. And you know, I'm not the type that necessarily has to get my 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 heart rate up through the roof to get pumped up for a game. I was always much more cerebral. I think that's a lot of how a lot of quarterbacks are. And so I think regardless of who the opponent is, BYU is going to be ready. And especially with Kalani, the way that he coaches, and he's, he's learned, he's got to make some adjustments in how he approaches games. He's going to have this team ready to, ready to go and ready to go um, you know, make quick work of this Idaho State team. And then you also have to take into account it's senior day. These, you know, these seniors have put in a lot of work. They want to, they want to make sure they remember, they remember this game fondly. And they want to make sure that they take care of business. And so I think those types of uh, factors that go into it are going to make sure that this BYU team doesn't come out sleeping. I think last week was a little bit of a wake-up call against a, team, a Liberty team that they should have beat by more. I think they're going to make sure they come out ready to go this week. Tanner Mangum with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Tanner, who should be QB1? If Zach's healthy, Zach. No, not even a question. It shouldn't even be a question. If he's available, if they say he's available, then put him in. He's your best quarterback on the roster. It's silly to think otherwise. And I'm proud of Baylor and the work that he's done coming in as a third stringer. He's done a great job. But if Zach's healthy, he's your guy. As you've analyzed his game, Tanner, what what makes Zach the uh, the, the premier quarterback? I think a lot of let's take a step back and you have to look at first of all the strength of schedule that he played. He had to face Utah, one of the best teams in the country, one of the best defenses in the country, then an SEC team in Tennessee who's playing a lot better now. Granted, they didn't have the best start to their season, but they're looking like a different team right now. Then he plays Pac-12 team, U.S. teams, USC and Washington, <laughs> two tough opponents, and then a pretty you know decent uh, Toledo team. I get, granted, that should have been you know that was an ugly loss, but just look at that strength of schedule, and then and then and then compare it to the other teams that not that the other that that Jaron and Baylor have had to play. So if you want to look at statistics, sure, maybe Zach's stats haven't been um, you know juggernaut stats. He hasn't. Uh, torn up the stat sheet. But when you watch the film and you look at what he does, he not only is he athletic, as everyone knows, he can, he can make plays with his feet, but he's really athletic with his, with his arm talent. In a way, I, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not comparing him to this player, but just in, the, in their, the way that they can get creative with their arm slots is you know, very Aaron Rodgers slash Patrick Mahomes-esque and just their ability to athletically throw from different positions to d- different arm slots, different body positions on the run, in the pocket, very athletic quarterbacks. And he is also extremely accurate. And when you look at those, the Utah game in particular, the USC and Washington games, you know, he's playing a lot of against, against a lot of tight man coverage. You have to be very accurate in those, against those types of coverages because there's not a lot of room for error. The, the guys aren't running wide open. A lot of the time you have to throw guys open, and, and that's what he's had to face. Now, you put him against more mediocre teams where they're playing maybe more, more zone, giving you lots more time, and not as much pressure, then he'll, he'll tear you up. And, and, and I think uh, especially these next two games, Idaho State and UMass, and then even San Diego State in the bowl game, it's going to be a much um, more opportune time for Zach 
And, and I think he's just, if, if he's healthy, if he's in, he's going to show what he's capable of. And as great as Jaron and Baylor have been uh, in, in, in his stead, I think he'll come in and remind everyone of the great player that he is. Is it difficult to get the team motivated in these types of games where you're playing a, a really a subpar opponent in November without a whole lot on the line? And, and don't get me wrong, BYU should win this regardless of their motivation, but is it hard to get up for these games? I mean, I'm just referring back to what I said earlier. If you're a competitor, no. I, I mean, I remember in 2015, I played, we, we, we played Wagner, right? And, and so obviously watching the film, you just you know that you know how the, what the outcome's going to be, right? You know they have no business in staying in that game. But needless to say, though, like I'm, I'm still pumped. I'm still excited to go out and play, to go out onto the field and play another game, and um, you know execute to the best of my ability, because it's 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 this is who you are. And and I think uh, sure there might be some who have to really work to get up for a game like this. But for the most part, if you're playing. You're up. You're excited. Just to be able to put on the pads, put on the helmet, get out in front of the fans. And, you know, a senior day, it's a little bit more of an emotional game because of that. You're going to be pumped up. And also, as I said earlier, Kalani, he's going to make sure that these guys don't sleep through this, through this week. Right? I think last week was a little bit of a scare, the fact that it came down to basically a final possession against Liberty. In a way, it's a little bit of a wake-up call saying, hey, guys, I know, I know – Y'all beat Boise State and Utah State, and you're feeling confident. But you've got to prepare every week. You get you can't take any weeks off. And Kalani's going to have these guys up and ready to go. Tanner, I know a, a guy that you worked closely with, uh, Aaron Roderick, the quarterbacks coach down at BYU. He's a, a nominee for the Broyles Award, which is awarded to the the best assistant coach in uh, college football. Uh, what what makes him uh, who he is? Because he, he obviously was a part, uh, he was offensive coordinator for a time up at Utah, and it was kind of conservative up there, but I think it was because of the influence of the head coach up there. I think Aaron is wired to open things up if he can, and I think that's what he's pushed for at BYU, and he's expecting it uh, from, from here on out. No, you're absolutely right. He was handcuffed at Utah and has even been handcuffed at BYU. It's, it's taken time for this staff to realize that they do need to open it up a little bit more. If it were up to A-Rod, he'd be, he'd be pushing it a lot more up-tempo, keeping things aggressive and dynamic, and you started to see that as Coach Grimes has allowed his, his, uh, his assistants, both A-Rod and Fessy, to put their mark onto their, onto their offense. Because as we saw... At the beginning of last year, Coach Grimes' offense was very power-based, run-based, jet sweep. Let's establish the run and then and then play action off of it. Um, you know, it was a little bit slower, not as not as explosive. But A Rod, who wants that, has, has has finally been able to to kind of get some of his some of his say um, into the offense as it's become more of a collaborative effort between the coaches. And you have to look at what also he's done with different quarterbacks, which I think, which I think speaks to his nomination as a position coach. Being able to coach up Zach, coach up Jaron, coach up Baylor, have all those guys ready and able to play speaks to his ability as a coach. And a lot of people don't appreciate him because he's not the most, um, I guess, 
uh, energetic type of personality. He's, he's he keeps to himself. He's calm. He's he's poised. But man, he he's a he's a sharp guy. He knows the game, and he wants to win. And he, he he's someone that uh that that has a lot of competitive passion and fire. And it's cool to see him um, finally starting to I guess you know in a way blossom or or you know, kind of um, you know ex- extend his his reach into the offense and I, and I think BYU is going to if they want to find success consistency you can't ha- you can't handcuff your coaches you can't handcuff the uh, the the explosive explosiveness and dynamic energy that an offensive need that an offense needs and so it's good to see a rod getting the recognition that he deserves okay so last question for me tanner and i'm going to blindside you with this one okay um who of the of the three quarterbacks starting quarterbacks at byu utah utah state which of those guys will end up being the best quarterback that's a great question and it's 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 a hard question to answer, especially when you analyze them and you evaluate them right now because their teams are so different. Utah, all around, is an amazing team. The supporting cast that Tyler Huntley has is is great. It's the best supporting cast of the three. Then I would say Jordan Love's supporting cast is the worst of the three. But if I had to make the prediction. I'm, I, I think it'd be a toss-up between Zach and Jordan Love, and, 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 and that's no disrespect to Tyler Huntley. He's been he's been incredible this year. He's handled that offense, managed that offense really well. But I'm, I'm picturing long-term professional potential. I think Jordan and Zach uh, are, are are your best bets. Jordan Love's size gives him a great advantage. His arm strength. His mechanics, his you know, he obviously his decision making hasn't has has been suspect this year. That's something he'll have to work on. But I think there's potential there. It's kind of similar to a Josh Allen coming out of the Mountain West. Didn't have the best supporting cast. Didn't have the best senior year, but has been able to find success at the at the professional level. That's kind of the, the projection or the the trajectory that I would give Jordan. And then Zach, I think he's got great, a lot of potential. Again, maybe not the best overall supporting cast surrounding him, but his potential is huge. He's got a, he's got great arm strength, great athletic ability, an innate understanding of the game, and I think the, there's a lot of potential for those two. Tanner, thank you very much as always, and we'll be watching on BYU TV this weekend. All right, appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Tanner. Tanner Mangum, former Cougar quarterback, and. Uh, uh, keep an eye on his mentions after that last opinion because they're about to be full. Well, the interesting thing about what he said there is that Tyler Huntley has played the best this year Out of all three. by a substantial mm-hmm. margin. But that's why I asked him the way I did yep. uh, in the, over the long term. And, and it's a tough question to answer, but Tyler Huntley by far the best this year. And I love it that Tanner will come on and have an opinion about it. That's, what, that's why he's been great with us this year. He's not afraid to, to put his opinion out there. And, and by the way, uh, opinion, he thinks Zach Wilson, if he's healthy, QB1, no, no second guesses, no second thoughts about it. Uh, well, that's what starting quarterbacks who have been injured uh, before uh, probably think. Don't oh, take, really? Don't take my job away oh, just really? because I got hurt. Born X, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.